0: The show.
1: You know what time it is, don't you? That's right, it's Drinky Fun Time, where we drink booze with some of the most interesting people at the coolest places around. So grab a drink, chill out, and enjoy the show. Yes, indeedy. Welcome to Drinky Fun Time. Wow, and is it rocking? You can hear it's rocking. I'm Dan Dunn. I am alongside the first woman ever to have her likeness featured on an American coin, Emma Patterson.
2: What the hell?
1: Yeah, yes. That was you, right? Or was that it was Susan me. Susan yes. B. Anthony, are you? Back in the day. Both of you are devoted proponents of women's rights. I know that. Um, as you can hear, it is not a low, this is a rocking thing. We're coming to you today from inside an airplane hangar at the Santa Monica Airport. It's one of the many venues for the 8th annual Los Angeles Food and Wine Festival. And we're here. We are. And
2: we're on this huge stage surrounded by lovely white leather sofas, which is a bit of a gamble at a food and wine event. But anyway. uh, And it is rocking. Sound carries in this hangar. So apologies back home. So
1: here at L.A. Food and Wine, this thing's been going on eight years. I mean, it's a big thing. They've had uh, Thomas Keller, Grant Ackett's Guy Fieri, Tyler Florence, where's all the ladies, man? You know, uh, Carla Hall's been here, I'm pretty sure. Oh, has she? I don't know about that. Antonio La has been here. Um, So today on the show, very excited. Uh, As said, it is L.A. Food & Wine. But there's also lots of liquor here today, and Emma's going to be excited because today on the show, for the first time ever... Drum roll, Hendrix gin is going to be the object of our libational love. Yay. Emma loves the Hendrix, and she's been saying, when can we have gin? It's the drink of my native land of it's England. My people. Yes, yeah, and it's a fantastic gin, and we're going to get into all the many reasons why, and we're going to get into the many reasons why with a couple of gentlemen who know a thing or two about gin... They've uh, they've been on this show before. They have. They've graced us with their presence before. Uh, the first guy, a very handsome devil.
2: Would you say he's a handsome devil? I don't know which one you're going to say first. Well, they're both handsome
1: devils. Uh, this one's more devil than handsome. Uh, he is an Emmy-winning writer, uh, comedian, Emmy something, uh, comedian, uh, one of the finest uh, photographers I've come across, and I know a few... Ladies and gentlemen, give a warm, drinky, fun time welcome to Tom Call Welcome back, yeah. Tom. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Emma.
2: I'd like to refer to Tom as a correspondent these days. He really actually. is.
1: He's been on the show so many times that he you know, you're practically family. I'm on the payroll. Yeah, you're on the payroll. You're getting paid the same thing we all are, which is <laughs> a lot of money. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, the next guest. This is this. I think marks his third appearance on the show making you know you're sort of a record i think nobody besides tom has appeared on the show more than this gentleman they go
2: hand in hand don't they though they
1: do they're always holding hands the two of them uh he uh he created a show you might have heard of it's called everybody loves raymond uh he also has a hit show now on the netflix he sure does it's on the netflix what's it called emma it's
2: called somebody feed phil i bloody love it i absolutely love it now i know i know. Phil, I've met him twice and this is my third time, so I feel like you know when you see that grin, that cheeky those cheeky eyes on screen, you can't not just love the show. But everybody listening, if you want a travel show with food and you don't know diddly squat about food, this is the perfect one for you. Because Phil doesn't know that much either. But he <laughs> loves it. <laughs> So, that was so a, should we bring Phil Rosenthal? Phil
1: Rosenthal! Oh, wow.
2: Yes. Wow. What a
3: lovely introduction. Yeah. Almost sounded like a compliment very. Wow. I
0: don't get them often, really. No. So Phil. I love it here. You, I love being this, you're with in you in guys. Your you're
1: in your element here.
0: A food and wine festival, yeah. yeah. I kind of have a strategy for how to how to do these things. Oh. Okay, let's hear it. You gotta get here a little early. It's worth buying like the extra whatever it is to get in early so you don't have to wait very long. And you start at one end, and you go to the other, and you skip the things that are not very interesting to you. You don't have to try everything. And the other rule is you take a bite, and if it's not one of the best of those things you've ever had, do not finish it. Put
2: it down. because uh, you got to keep the room. You need the space. You need the
0: space in your belly, right? And you do that, and you go around, and you skip the desserts. That's another round, right? That's you wow. go go back and do that lap later, and don't drink too much while you're doing it.
1: Speaking of drinking, we're not yeah. drinking at all, we're and I not? think that's something wrong. That's something yeah. seriously wrong on a drinking show, and so we should have a drink to get things rolling. Good idea. So I'm going to give you. I'm going to give. By you the way, can
0: I say something? Yes. Hendrix Gin, it's maybe my favorite gin in a martini. Is
1: why do you like the Hendrix? I don't know. It's just it, I,
0: this is not going to sound like. Uh, it comes from someone who knows anything, okay. but it, it's perfect. perfect. It's perfect. Like the balance of flavors in that gin. It's just like when you think of the definition of martini, yeah. it's just that gin. There's no distracting flavor. It's just absolutely perfect to Phil, me.
3: Phil, do you remember where you had this martini that seemed to change your life a little? Uh, I think my house... Your house. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the, I forgot the butler. The butler sometimes. No, no runs I mean. butler, the, Right. <laughs> this
0: is it's so foolproof. You can make this martini
3: but, yourself. By the way, can I just go back and say yeah. if you're going to do clickbait? If you're going to pull people in to this podcast, which, and Emma, the only reason I'm always with Phil is because I drag him here, kicking and screaming. Oh, he
2: looks like he was dragged, I'm sure.
3: Doesn't want to do it. I heard there was Uh, gin and I came running uh, Actually, I was his Uber driver and it worked out perfectly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But if you're going to have Phil Rosenthal's uh, uh, top uh, techniques for going to a food festival, he just gave it to you. That's true. Eat, take a bite if you don't like it because Phil grew up. Phil grew up not with a lot of money, and when you grow up without a lot, of, your food is scarce. And so the first time you go to a food festival, and you're like, "Well, this is still delicious, but yes. I cannot finish it, or That's I won't right. be able to have the other 54 things." Oh, right. I yeah, you yes. see. My
2: mother would have a difficult time not yes. finishing every plate. Everybody,
0: yes, ev-
3: all of us. You
2: don't know where your next meal's coming from. Well, back in the day.
0: Also, you go with a friend so that if something is is good you're sharing it you're sharing one per- yeah. portion and that's why you can taste everything if something's exceptional like that fried chicken sandwich over there yeah i'm not sharing that
2: well
1: it reminds me of my childhood my mom used to put a martini in the middle of the table <laughs> and me and my seven brothers and sisters had to fight it out over that martini <laughs> <laughs> and so and you know what some nights i went i went to bed sober wow so it was Aww. sad it was what tragic. a not anymore norman like that. rockwell story right. You, uh, Phil, you touched on the Hendrix. Yeah. I think what it is about the Hendrix. Yeah. Here's what Hendrix has above. We've had gins. We've had a lot of gins. We have Plymouth gin. Hendrix has the unique flavor profile because they infuse it with rose and cucumber. Ah. Cucumber is the primary flavor, I think, that distinguishes Hendrix from the others. Really? They have that cucumber flavor. And in order to, we're going to have a little bit right now. I'm going to start you off with a drink. Yes. Get you rolling. How about we do, do you like peach at I all? I like everything, like peach? yes. All right, let's do this here, yeah. Emma. This is for you. Thank you. And Phil, there's one over there so for you. You're and handing me a little cup. What it, what, the, which yeah. one is of it? Like so a
0: rose? No, this one
1: here, the one with the peach in it, Tom. The one with the and pe- it has a peach, a slice of peach no, in it. No, no. Yeah, that, there you go, yeah. with the peach. So, so this,
2: this, it looks like a little peach liqueur. It's got a slice yeah. of peach in it. It's with ice. Yeah,
1: Yeah, it's a, called a peculiar peach punch. Really? It's Hendrick's uh, creme de peche. Peche. Which is French for peach, correct? Peach, So yes. they make a
0: liqueur called creme,
3: de, creme
1: peach. de peche. Creme de peche, yeah. Don't say peach. Ginger, ginger <laughs> peach tea, uh, lemon juice, simple syrup, soda water, and Angostura bitters. You could knock
2: that out in all 25 in this, seconds. All Incredibly in this little refreshing, cup. maybe too refreshing. Wow. You might need more of it.
0: I love that. That doesn't even taste
3: like this alcohol.
0: Stuff, is there alcohol in it? There's I, gin. Did they water this down?
2: Well, it's
1: been sitting here for seven hours tom's uber driving is terrible it took him mm-hmm. a long time to get here
2: yeah refreshing well, is the right word i think what uh we're actually struggling from here is podcast technical issues when a drink sits for too long in the ice melts. no
3: I, I think it's i like it i
0: love it i i
2: but it, oh as you drink further it gets more intense towards the bottom and it's very it's sweet but mm, it's fresh
0: you know what's good pull the peach out or and is eat it
2: doused in booze yes
0: because okay. that's very good now
1: because here's the thing, gin...
2: Oh, we, he's right. You know, the,
1: we've said this before, The gin's dark secret. It, it's just the, the first flavored vodka is gin. It's made the same way. It's just they're infusing with... Obviously, juniper has always been the big ingredient. Yes. It's like, uh, you know, it was called Geneva. Originally, it was uh-huh. called Geneva. And then the British co-opted it, took it, and made it their own, called it gin. That's it really very is, interesting. But it really is just flavored vodka. That's Had what no gin, idea. It always cracks me up when people say, I don't like gin but I yep. like vodka made the same way They're well, they just, don't like the extra flavor They don't, they like don't the like I, that. I think
2: it's a very distinct flavor though speaking of flavors we have done a, another gin show and uh, at that time we were discussing bizarre flavors that were popping yeah. up in England primarily and I tried clotted cream gin have oh. you guys tried any bizarre clotted, gin? yes cream I have
0: uh, as a matter of fact all over Europe now maybe all over the world did we talk about this last time Everywhere you go, there's a menu of cocktails, and then there's a page of just gins. Just gins. It seems to be the most popular spirit in the world at the moment. Yeah. I mean, everywhere I go, 30 gins on the page sometimes.
1: It,
2: it's Amazing. on the uptick.
3: Yeah, and yet, a
2: doubt. here I'm thinking to myself, the only one that seems to stand out, yeah. besides slow gin, which is obviously a slightly different, right. is Hendrix, because they serve it with cucumber. Why is Hendricks the only gin served with cucumber? But to my knowledge, I think the. Yeah, only I was going to say there's some
1: gin makers who are well, going. yeah, it's. I mean, it's certainly that, it's it's their signature flavor component. They, you know, they were the ones. They uh, Hendrix started in 1999, and actually, the woman that's uh, still making, the her name's Leslie Gracie. She's one of the few. Uh, master distillers uh, female master distillers in the world and she kind of came up with the uh, with the recipe for Hendricks with a guy named John Ross yeah and that was the that was their thing was we're going to put cucumber we're going to make uh, cucumber a dominant part of the flavor really? profile and it's the only gin that has that and That's can you can,
0: without knowing that can you single out the cucumber in that gin when you taste it does that is absolutely. that what comes to the front of your tongue when you if, taste it? If you it?
1: put five, if you put five just on the nose, yes. if you put five gins in front of me, yeah. I would honestly be hard pressed to be able to say, all right, this is this, this is this, but I would absolutely be able, and so would you, be able yeah. to identify Hendrix because it really is the only gin that has that. On, not only on the palate, but on the nose. You immediately smell that cucumber, and you know it's Hendrix.
0: It's interesting. I just, it, I never knew it was cucumber. I just thought it was delicious.
1: And the, and the other thing that mellows it out, though, yeah. is the rose. Right. They, they also infuse it with roses, actual rose. <laughs> and Amazing. that And that just gives it, that takes that citrus. Yes. And kind of smooths it out. Yes. Gives it that, you know, gives it but that. But
0: without s- perfuming it. No, no, no. It's great. It's a, an, an incredible uh, chemistry.
1: Yeah.
2: So then I see uh, there's a cocktail with cucumber. There in is it. one
1: with a cucumber, and this one, I think. Uh, what do we got here? Oh, wow, a lot going on in here. So this one is the Falcon and Frigate. Well, that's a bit rude. Isn't that's it? What my mom used to say, Frigate.
2: Yeah, you're going to
1: bed. Yeah, no, a Frigate uh, is a ship, isn't it? It's a thing. Am I doing F R I G A T E? Yeah, it's a ship. Also, yeah. Okay. What's the Falcon all about? I don't know.
3: I just don't see your mother in Philadelphia saying Frigate.
2: Yeah. In, in the <laughs> north of Close. England, we would say "oh frigate," like "fuck it." Uh-huh. Oh, oh I don't, wow. yeah. Or, hey, Emma, your yeah. mom's listening. I know, but she understands. Not I, I did what I meant to say first, and then, you know. All right, give me that frigate thing. Uh, which one is exactly it? Exactly, perfectly used. All
1: right, here, Emma. Here's for you. there's Thank for Phil. So this one's got Hendrix, Ancho Reyes chili liqueur. Oh, if you had that? I Healy have. Drink. I like that. Uh, lemon juice, yep. uh, pineapple juice, and orjat, or as or- most people. Uh, Oh. Mispronounce it Orgeet, but it's orgeat. So
2: that's it's an almond flavor. I can it's weird because I can taste sour and a bit of almond, which is a bizarre combination.
0: Yeah, not my favorite. You don't know, uh, like this one as much? Can I tell you since I've seen you both, I yes. had what I think is the best martini in the world.
2: Oh, oh, was it in England? Yes, was it in London? Yes, was it at a place called Jew? Yes. <gasps> I, we didn't even talk you, about that. How about what? that? That is the best. going on over here. Tom, all about Jukes. You've story. been there.
0: I love that you know it. Tom, have you had this? Phil, I
3: not only have I had it, but I've had it, I had it with you, and we that's went. hurtful. Yeah, you and I went, oh. but I also <laughs> went. Yes. But I learned more about it this time. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not. And that that was just meant to try and get a laugh, which clearly <laughs> failed. But uh, I also went uh, with Simon Ford right. when they released Beefeater Twenty Four, which wow. is a competing oh, yeah. gin. Isn't that where you and I Dan, met? We Dan, and met. I met, I met a lovely young lad who we wound up in bed together, named Dan Dunn.
0: <laughs> oh my uh, goodness! And I said, Dan, That's could you get out of up. my room, please? <laughs> I forget. Do you, Emma, tell me the gin they use in that.
2: Oh well, uh, I don't they, remember
0: which one it was.
2: Oh, Crumbs, nuts put me on the spot. Um, That's all
0: right. I have a photo of it. I, I know can that they it.
2: have a selection. as well. Yeah, all. they have a oh. selection. And
0: but and if the, you say nothing,
3: the
2: trolley comes. Yeah, the trolley comes, comes. Right. They give you warm nuts for the
3: audience. A trolley comes out and it has uh, this pre, you know, uh, uh, frozen bottle and and he prepares it for you in front of you. Yeah.
0: I, this is the, this is the bar apparently where Ian Fleming came. And had the martini, and then in the line, the line from James Bond, shaken not stirred, which is a mistake. That's true, right?
1: Uh, not a mistake. It's not. It's not the way Choice. that.
0: It's not anyone who knows about making a martini stirs it, stirs it, and doesn't shake it because you shake, when you shake it, you can shake bruise. It,
1: you can bruise the gin. And when you
0: say bruise, you yeah. mean dilute, right? Yes, exactly. Right. So, here comes a frozen bottle of gin, which needs nothing. They. Take a little atomizer and give a spritz of vermouth, I mean tiny. And this is where the genius bartendering comes in. They take a lemon, a giant lemon from the Amalfi Coast, which is all bumpy and it's a very special lemon. Yeah. And this guy peels it and he is able to get, I'm going to say, a three to four inch piece of lemon peel with zero white. I mean zero. Wow. That's how expert like a razor that he Get does it. That, yeah. And he just rubs the rim of the martini glass and plops it in your drink. Just the subtlest flavor. The thing is ice cold and completely undiluted. You are drunk within 3 sips of this drink. <laughs> wow. Seriously, it's Emma? the most it's the most <laughs> powerful. I told my wife and my wife is Irish and she can put it away. Sure. Monica, if you're listening. Put it down. Put the bottle down. you right now. Yeah. She s- laughed at me when I said potent because she knows I'm a, a Jewish lightweight. Yeah. She was sh- snockered.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Half,
0: halfway down that glass. You haven't had this? I have not had it, no. Emma, I mean, you've had it. I thought I've had
1: everything, but apparently not.
2: At Jukes, what's beautiful about the place is it's like it's got all these nooks and crannies where you could imagine an author sitting That's right. and conjuring up plots and scenarios and he did he spent a lot of time at Dukes and we're talking about Ian Fleming here the who wrote James Bond. There uh, were people
0: sitting across from us with medals on their jackets Oh yeah. wow
2: yeah there's some pretty <laughs> historical folk there too yeah. but Dukes is tucked away down like a little cobbled street uh, just off uh, Piccadilly Isn't uh, it lovely? in London so go there
1: Hey, Emma, you know what the first thing I do in the morning when I wake up is? Oh, God, don't tell me. All right, yeah, you probably don't want to know. You know what the fifth thing I do in the morning after I wake up? Scratch your bum. No, I've already done that. <laughs> fifth is brush my teeth. And, you know, the thing is, most people are brushing their teeth wrong. Not long enough, and they forget to change the brush on time. You know why? Why?
2: Because they're people and they're lazy. Yeah, that's right.
1: And it's also because most brands focus on selling flashy gimmicks rather than better brushing, but not Quip. You know what makes Quip different? You tell us, Emma, what makes Quip different?
2: I do know, actually. For starters, Quip is an electric toothbrush that's a fraction of the cost of bulkier brushes. It is $25, while still it packs just the right amount of vibrations to help clean your teeth. Thank you, Dan.
1: Oh, my teeth feel better
2: already. Quip's built-in timer helps you clean for the dentist-recommended two minutes with guided pulses that remind you to switch sides as well. Boop, boop, boop. And Quip's subscription plans are for your health, not just convenience. They deliver new brush heads on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just $5, including free shipping worldwide. It's super cheap. Hello, it's me, delivery guy. Hello, is that Quip? Yes, I've got your Quip. Good, I'm ready for a good brush in. And finally, everyone loves Quip. They were on Oprah's O-List.
1: You get a Quip. You get a
2: Quip. You get a Quip. They were also named Time's Best Invention and is the first subscription electric toothbrush accepted by the American Dental Association.
1: Quip starts at just $25. That's $25 Roonies. And if you go to getquip.com slash drinky right now, you'll get your first refill pack free with a Quip Electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash drinky. Spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash D R I N K. Y. That's my toothbrush in
2: person. Very good. Yeah, thank you. So welcome back, everyone. But uh, we were just talking about food, and I really would like to know, particularly, Phil, what kind of food goes with gin or gin and tonic?
0: Wow, gin and tonic is the perfect summer drink, isn't it? When you don't want anything heavy, it's just like you're having a a Sprite or something, (laughs) just so light and delicious. And it goes with, like, I think light foods like salads and things like that. And at the same time, I could say... What's better than going to a steakhouse and having a martini, right? Yeah. With that meal. Pretty great, right?
2: I Googled food before we came here. Yeah. I Googled foods to pair with gin. Oh. And the first thing came up was a cucumber sandwich. Well, first things, who would want a cucumber sandwich if you're hungry? Nobody. Well...
0: I and guess you're having high tea in London.
2: Yeah, that's probably my But fault. instead
0: of tea, you're having
1: a martini.
2: Yes, you are a martini.
1: But what about like oily? I think oily meats. Yeah. Like duck, venison. Oh. Cool. Lamb,
2: uh, lamb curry was in the list. I thought it was a bit of a random one.
1: Uh that's or, interesting. Uh, cheese like a halloumi cheese. Yes. You know with gin. Okay. I mean I think it's got to be I think it's got to be in a cocktail to be honest. Did um, we talk about gin mare last time? No.
0: Very interesting gin that I discovered in Europe. They've taken out some of the juniper and replaced it with uh, botanicals that are found all around the Mediterranean. It has a fascinating flavor. And it, they just started importing it to America a year or so ago. So okay. try that one. I'll
1: try that one. Yeah. I'm gonna, by the way, I want to do what we were talking about earlier. I, I yes. just got I got an empty glass. Yes. So see if, if you could see what I mean with this, with the Hendrix. We're going to try the, cu- the With the cucumber meat. on the nose. Is just, okay. just smell it. Just smell it.
0: And you'll Is see. Hendrix giving us all bottles today and to I take know, home? I know, right? And get
1: this cool to apothecary. Take home. That's take home a lot ver- of
0: pressure.
2: Thank you, Hendrix.
0: Don't I get to play the take-home version of the game? Yes. That's a lot of pressure, Phil. Free. So smell
1: this, Tom. Let you me get, see. You getting the cucumber? I don't know. It
2: just
0: smells like. I'm not getting cucumber
3: when
1: You're I not smell it.
2: Phil's but, but
3: original question was. Oh. Yeah, if you didn't know there was cucumber in there, would you pick it up?
2: It's almost like the Im- the very brief immediate smell, the first thing, and then you're overpowered by the gin smell. That's by the juniper,
3: the juniper.
1: You don't get you're not you're not getting that cucumber I, on the nose. I might be getting Ooh. it
3: because you suggested it. Yeah, but also Phil's tongue, I think, is partially paralyzed by a bad oyster about an hour ago.
1: <laughs> Did you so. have a bad oyster? No, uh-huh. no. no oh, you think it's <laughs> if I had a bad oyster, <laughs> would, I be, would he be flirting with Emma like this? Hey, by the way, so let's get on this. We got another cocktail. We got the Negroni, oh. the Noetic Negroni. So this is a Hendrix again, Carpano Bianco, which is a, a white vermouth, yep. is, and then uh Aperitivo, which is just a, a bitters.
0: Okay, so I'm going to tell you my favorite thing that I've yeah. drunk so far, Yeah. sitting here with you nice people, Emma, is this straight gin.
2: Is the neat, the neat Hendrix. Is this
1: neat, yeah, the neat, the neat What do you think?
2: Cheers. I actually enjoyed it. Cheers.
1: I mean, it's just a beautiful thing. It's, uh, yeah. I mean, I like, I'm more of a oh. gin and a cocktail type of guy. Yeah. But, but, you know, I can drink gin. I think you're going to enjoy the
2: Negroni. All right, Where Phil, is it?
3: I think we we brush past Americans initially. They would steal some gin from their parents' liquor cabinet and say, I hate gin. Like, that was their introduction to gin. Yeah. So the fact that Phil is loving straight gin. Yeah. The straight Hendrix over the mixed cocktails. Yeah.
2: It's pretty impressive. I like the peach yeah. one, the
3: best of the three guests that
1: this we had,
0: the, but... This is the Noetic? Nothing's better than the straight for
2: me.
1: Wow. Hendrix Neat. Phil, yeah.
0: You're going neat. Phil's drinking Hendrix Neat. I mean, if I had a little soda or a little tonic, would be beautiful. If I had a the atomizer of vermouth from uh, Dukes, yeah. that would be that fun. That might help.
2: I do have a question. So, obviously, we're at a food and wine event, and we'll get to wine, or maybe we won't get to wine. But, um... You eat a lot in an yes. episode of your show. I eat
0: a lot right now.
2: And today yes. must be a great example of when you, you're going to, a, you don't know what someone's going to give you. You might have an idea of like what the theme is, but you don't know how, what the quantities are going to be. And you right. don't, for the sake of the camera, especially want to offend by being like, oh, too full, yep. sorry. Yep. What's the technique? Share. Share.
0: I have a crew of 16 guys. Oh. They're looking at me with their tongues hanging out. Yeah, they hate and you. And yeah. they hate me. And so I want to feed them so they don't kill me and eat me. Yeah. And uh, the truth is, I like to share. It's only fun if you can share it. True. And it saves my belly for another bite.
2: Yeah. yeah. I mean, you've got us all wondering. Like, you know, you've done season two now, and yeah. you have not, to my knowledge, put on a pound.
0: Oh, well. What I exercise, in the world? exercise every day, and I have to pick my spots. Like, I, I was invited to a breakfast right before this, oh. and I, I just had a little fruit. i got to pace myself. And then Tonight, I'm going to a Dodger game. I'm invited to, to sit in a suite, and I know there's going to be a ton of food, of food there, Uh-oh. but the food at a baseball game isn't going to be nearly as good as the food that I'm having here, so I don't need to go crazy tonight. This is my meal of the day. Maybe for well, two days. When you days. when you
1: walk in here, so I mean, yeah. if you just walk around, there, there are like uh, Curtis Stone is yes. here, Hugh Atchison is here. Yes, there's some big the guy who big did names. the uh, the chicken sandwich that you had. That's, That's Tim Hollingsworth from OTM. O'Tium. When you got yes. you brilliant. You sandwich. gotta get you, French but It's been crazy. You're even though you do this all the time. Yes, the enthusiasm that you, you're like a kid in a candy store I still. Uh, well, I good is good, right? Yeah. And if you if you
0: actually. Don't eat before you go to one of these things. You genuinely are excited when the food... You know how they make a dog food commercial? No. They don't let the dog eat until
2: the Aww. commercial
0: <laughs> that day. I'm the dog.
2: They starve you till the cameras are rolling. I'm the dog.
3: Same technique with Phil. Phil By the way, d- oh, sorry, ahead, I was yeah. going to say, we're, we're at Barker Hangar. We're in yes. a giant airplane hangar, and yes. the whole perimeter is filled with food and booze, and we're sitting in the middle of it, and Phil, uh, to his credit, is genuinely enthusiastic all the time, all the time about food. I'm just saying, I'm paying Phil a compliment Thank because you. much like you know, Phil knows Nancy Silverton, and you see her cooking every night at Moat. You know, she works her and she enjoys it, even though she's making a good living. And I feel like Phil, if he wasn't shooting the show, same enthusiasm. I it's think just, that comes through on it's camera. Just people
1: wouldn't be as nice to him when you're walking around. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't shooting the show. I but think David people are like handing, like, Phil, eat <laughs> they'll eat my food. They'll eat my food. People are trying to get their food to you.
0: A little bit. Yeah. But, I think, but people are usually very nice and very respectful
1: and, and lovely. Yeah. I love them. And you know food. I, I, I Emma, uh, I don't know if you forwarded it to me or maybe Tom did. There was this really cool thing you did on uh, for IMDb oh, yeah. TV, which was your top five film. F- food, Foodie, food, food films. Now yes. Can you remember what number sure. five was? Uh, I'm going to say.
2: I do.
0: You do. Tell me.
2: I do. It was a it was a cartoon movie. I'll give you that much.
0: That was number one. That was number that was one. Oh, number I one. thought.
2: Oh, it was the fifth one. You told us. The okay. fifth one.
0: I'm trying. Oh, Tempopo. Tempopo. Tempopo right? Yes. Okay, what, t- what Tempopo is about? Uh, ramen. And ramen. it's like a spaghetti western. It's a crazy movie. It's, but it's Japanese, but it's so much fun it's really funny and some of the most beautiful food footage you've ever seen in a movie tempo and uh, you you're gonna want a bowl of ramen the moment you, you walk did. out of that theater yeah
1: and then you did spinning plates
0: yeah does it documentary do, I, I don't think a lot of people know that Bill. i didn't. it's a brilliant documentary about three restaurants one is one of the best restaurants in the world the linea uh one is about uh Restaurant, a family-owned restaurant in Rockport, Illinois, that's legendary. It's been in the family for over 100 years. Okay, and one of them is an immigrant story about a husband and wife who opened a little restaurant. I believe it was in Arizona. Uh, All three stories are life and death struggles. All of them. I'm
1: literally life and death. Well, because Grant Ackett's got cancer, right? Exactly. Is that in the movie? with Grant Ackett's it's Alinea. It's a, a big part you're, of the you're movie. You're giving it away now, yeah. Dan. But oh. it's
0: it's so well done in it. And of course, the underlying message is how food unites everybody and how it's a, this great equalizer. Spinning plates. Spinning plates. I recommend it. And then you went, supersize me. Yes, that's a very important movie. Yeah. You know, there, there's a scene in that movie. Uh, uh, you've seen it, right? He goes to the McDonald's and he, he orders a bunch of stuff and he says outright that he doesn't eat a lot of this stuff but he orders everything that you know an american who's hungry orders there and he eats it all in his car and then because he's not used to it he throws up out the side of his car window yeah and i thought this is disgusting why are are they including this footage because who wants to see this damn if that isn't the moment my children said i never want mcdonald's again yeah right i never and, and turn them off
2: it was fast a, food. Uh, for anyone who hasn't seen Super Size Me, it's about one man's decision to eat nothing but McDonald's for thirty yes. days. For strength. thirty days, and yeah.
0: what happens to him health-wise? So he's a he's a concentrate of the American diet. Yeah, really, really important movie. So that's important. And then uh, I believe the number two for me was Chef. Chef the John. Favreau movie which uh, is here, Right
1: around here Right here in, in Venice a, and I think
0: it's a wonderful It's a film. great movie And great it would movie. be great Even if it wasn't about food Yeah I'm just very happy That it is Because he captured Something beautiful I think about The food culture The uh, Immigrant culture Even the, the Twitter culture Yep And it's a great Father and son Story And the music's fantastic
2: It right? is Right And, and then your
0: number one Number one is Ratatouille Ratatouille So good Now, tell a little
2: bit about Ratatouille. There must be a very good reason why that one.
0: It's the most food-centric film I think I've ever seen. It really captures what it means to be in love with food and to make it your life, to be a chef. Thomas Keller was actually the advisor on the film. In fact, they filmed him making Ratatouille and then digitally imitated it for the cartoon. But the moment that I talk about is at the end when the critic tastes it and they zoom, flash, to his childhood. Yep. That's the definition of what a great food experience can be. Any food that transports you back to childhood and the feeling that you had when your mom made you something, if she was a good cook, not like yeah. my mom, but...
1: Aw, uh, we <laughs> love your mom. But your mom. <laughs> Kraft macaroni and cheese. Yes. You're like, oh, my but God. But anything, but by the way, it transports It
0: transcends food because we look for these experiences in in life that transport us back to childhood or that feeling when we were very, very happy. So this moment in this film is not just the best food moment ever in a movie. It's one of the best moments, I think, in any movie.
2: Wow. Because
0: it it is what human beings try to capture or recapture for their entire lives.
2: That's that's it big sell for a movie everyone go and watch the animated movie ratatouille
0: and it's adorable and my friend Patton oswald does the the That's voice right of all of those Aww. movies phil Thomas said Goody.
1: Tempopo, spinning plate supersize me chef ratatouille and so now phil in honor of that but i want
0: to i want to also honorable mention yes babette's feast has the best food scene ever in a movie which one babette's feast babette's the feast? actual feast is if you want to just fast forward to that the best food scene ever in a film. Okay. And the big night is big fantastic. Night. Yeah. Stan Absolutely Stanley fantastic. Tucci, right? Yes.
1: Yes. This is a fun game. Well, we've we've yes. put together a list. Do I, it. for you, Phil. Here yeah. it is. Yeah, please. I don't know why I put the drum roll in there. This is the drinky fun time. Oh. Top five list of drinking oh, movies. Oh, great. I like here this Here we are, game. the drinking movies. Yeah. We, we we got our whole staff together, consulted them. Did a lot of research, and we finally came up with our list. I don't I want to get your comments on this, yes, Tom, please, Phil, em, and em, em of course, was highly involved in the making of this list. Ah. Uh, our number five yeah. drinking movie. Yes, from way back in 1934. Anybody want to uh, venture a guess? It happened one night. No. 1934. 1934. It's about a hard boozing detective. And his wife solving a murder. The Thin Man? The Thin Man. Yeah. Thin man. That's right. Oh, yes. Nick and Nora Charles. They drink so the whole much movie. drinking the whole movie. Yeah. So much so that there's a glass yes. named the Nick and Nora. It's ah. a coupe style glass, uh, like a, sort of like a yes. wine glass in design. Right. Called the Nick and Nora because of the Thin Man. Right.
3: Uh, okay. By the way, uh, Dan, you do know that Phil has an infamous movie night at his house. Oh, you I know. All the important people are invited. Everybody he cares about is He's invited to that. Movie night, and so Tom's never been.
1: All right, our number four movie on our list of drinking movies. I uh, personally, you know, I feel a, a, a very uh, affectionate towards this movie. Uh, it's about a depressed, uh, unsuccessful writer who goes on a wine road trip. Anybody care to guess the name of that movie?
2: Oh, I bet. I they thought
0: did. it was Under the Volcano.
1: <laughs>
3: 2004. Does he die? No. Oh. Does he try and kill on, himself?
1: Guys. No, it's kind of funny movie. It's two guys, and then there's two women in the movie that they meet up with. Road they're trip? not
2: going forwards, They're going...
0: The trip? No.
2: S- 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 and
1: Sideways? Going. Sideways. Oh. Excellent. If Excellent. you would have said wine, I would have got Yes. One of the most important movies ever... If you're in the Merlot uh, business, you're, because... Your worst movie ever. Movie, single-handed, no, tanked Merlot. Uh, yes, Merlot the sales was, uh, went yes. down, like, tanked. Uh, I was in yeah.
0: Napa a couple of weeks ago, and I said, that, that one line that kind of kind of handicapped the Merlot industry, he said, no, it didn't handicap it. It destroyed it. Destroyed it. it. <gasps> destroyed it. One yeah. line. No fucking Merlot. Yes. I'm not <laughs> drinking fucking and it, Merlot. Yeah. And some of the best wines ever made on the planet...
1: Are Merlot. Petrus. Yeah. It's exactly. a ridiculous thing to say. It is, but it, it really had an
0: impact. It just shows you how full of crap people are about wine. Yes. Oh, yeah.
2: Is this because, for the uh, for the listeners, Dan, who may or may not have seen it, is somewhere in the movie they poo-poo... Malo- yeah, that, that Paul, line that we just Paul said. Giamatti, yeah. Paul
3: Giamatti, yes. Paul Giamatti is a huge wine yes. snob, and he goes on a wine trip with a friend who's Santa, not a wine Bar- snob. To Santa
2: Barbara
1: County. Yeah. And
3: Hitching Post, they're at the Hitching Post, which... All last. the wine
1: up in San Inez and
3: right. all that. Yep. And has poured at LA Food and Wine. And his snobby friend utters that line: "I'm not drinking no fucking, fucking Merlot. Merlot." Right. Well,
2: I'm, I will have you all know that as of 2017, Merlot yes? sales in the Napa Valley have finally begun rising. Is that, that true? That is a fact. That was in as my booze news. As last the year. film
1: is forgotten, <laughs> is yes. probably, it's been. Yeah, it's been a long. It's been four. 2004. Right. So yeah. All right, the other one now. That it this, is a good movie. This though. is a 1995 yeah. movie. Yeah. Uh, not a happy, by any means, a happy drinking movie. Uh, but it was kind of fun to watch the, the lead, the lead character drink himself to death.
3: Oh. Anybody? Not under
1: the volcano. Nope. Nope. I think he might have won. Leaving Las Vegas? There you go. Ah, Leaving Las Vegas. Another fun time movie. Nick Cage, Nick, Nick movie. Cage w- won an Oscar for that, didn't he? he? Man. Did he win? I don't know if he won. He got nominated. That's a sad movie. Let's That's go is, to a happy drink. Yeah, let's all all right, go to a happy drink the next one, movie. the number two movie is called Drinking Buddies. Oh. Drinking Buddies was Olivia Wilde, uh, uh, Jake jo- Johansson, Anna Kendrick, Ron Livingston, a guy named uh, Joe Swanberg directed it set in a brewery. They have yeah. a, they got a brew pub. It's just a cool little fun movie you like it. called Drinky Buddies. Never heard of it. And now I don't know, you, Then my number one, the number one, we're dubbing this the number one Drinky Fun Time movie. Yeah. I might take some shit for this. Yes. I'll give you the I'll give you the, the movie poster line from the movie poster. When he pours, he rains.
0: Oh, uh, the Tom Cruise. Cocktail. Cocktail. Come on. Come
2: I mean, on. Could that be that is, out?
0: listen, I I think Tom Cruise is the greatest action hero. Oh my god. Nobody he's the runs best. better. No.
1: What cocktail, a runner.
0: Cocktail is a stupid goddamn movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little
1: good. Wow. The Barman poet. But my favorite part of the Barman poet is when he gets up, he gets up on the on the bar and he's doing that poem. First of all, he's in the middle of a club in Manhattan in the 80s. They're all hopped up on Coke and Duran Duran, but yet this little guy gets up on the bar, and they're all going to stop and go, let's listen to the poem, right? And at some point, someone, while he's doing the poem, a guy yells out in the crowd, give us a, give us a kiss, you sexy beast. And I'm like, that's how long ago it was. Someone from Scientology didn't come and, like, drag that guy yeah. off and, and have him, you know, to some camp that, somewhere. That,
0: I'm guessing that movie does not age well.
1: Oh my! You're wrong. One hour oh. after it was
0: made, it was not.
1: Night to come on, oh, Elizabeth I was the,
0: Go watch Mission Impossible if
3: you no, want to see okay.
2: that. That
1: was person. great.
0: Yeah,
2: guys, women loved that movie. What cocktail? Yeah, they did. Yeah, you they did. It? That movie was made for women. It was because he looked so fantastic.
1: That's it. Yeah. Can you name any of the drinks in the in the barman poet? Any of the drinks that he mentions?
2: This the, the ding-a-ling. The
1: they, yeah, ding yeah, dingaling, what? The ding-a-ling? Yeah,
2: it's a cocktail. Wow, what really is that drink? drink? I knew she that. i really eight,
1: did watch it. Seven, All right, I'll give you a line and you... Seven years old, I knew that. I'll give you a line and you rhyme it. I make drinks so sweet and snazzy. The iced tea, the...
2: Kamikaze. Oh,
1: Emma knows. Emma knows. Wow. The this Singapore sling. The ding a The ding The ding America, you've just been devoted to every flavor I've got. But if you want to get loaded, why don't you do just a order a shot? Yeah. There you about, go. You, All right. I hate see.
0: everything about this. Yes. <laughs> you've alienated <laughs> Phil. <laughs> Phil's so upset
2: right now. No, He's, I see ter- him looking out over here. I can't believe
0: the, that this is what we're celebrating yeah, today. I know. This,
2: I had th- to get covered. G- Phil, do you Phil's, know that they- Phil's that chugging gin have again. They've,
0: yeah. rated, uh, they've found a way to rate uh, how well Tom Cruise's movies do by- the length of time he runs in the movie. The movies where he runs the most do the best at the box
3: office. So you're ah, saying he didn't
1: run enough in cocktail. Exactly right.
0: Phil, when you and Emma see
3: each other at the Tom Cruise fan club meeting, <laughs> yes. do you drink gin <laughs> yes. there? Because uh, this is like,
0: you guys are yes. a very
3: good she, pair. She, yeah.
0: All she does is quote cocktail to me.
2: <laughs> and he's trying his best to make sure I quote right. now. Have you ever but?
1: seen him shake an Alabama slammer? He does all his own shaking. I hate the <laughs> twirling <laughs> of the, the bottles is like this made-up shit the that nobody does. Slam bartending does, Flair bartending does exist, though, Phil. It's it is
0: idiotic, through. but it does exist. Put my here's a, put my drink down. <laughs> Stop.
1: I don't want you to juggle
0: it. <laughs> Stop juggling my drink. Why don't you go to Ringling Brothers? <laughs> Make a drink there. Oh, wow. And uh, uh, Dan.
3: I'm is, angry now. I've never seen Dan. Here, have some you're more right. gin. You're right.
1: I've learned a lesson here. I think you've know learned a lesson is? here. Do never bring up cocktail. No, around you know Phil. what? It, the yes. truth
0: is, I had a little too much to drink. Oh, boy. Emma? I'm, I'm an angry drunk. I'm <laughs> a <Emma> slide <laughs> away from Phil right I'm now. Not, I don't get happy. I start happy. <laughs> I have a drink. I become he's, hostile.
2: He's a little uh, I'm sorry, everybody. Now. Hold
1: on.
0: One second. Shut up.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> We're
3: trying to do a radio thing. <laughs> Phil, I, I have a question about any good alcohol you drank on your show, your Netflix show.
0: Yeah, when I was in Mexico City, I got some really great mezcal.
1: Oh yeah, Whoa. beautiful
0: things that were like made in house in certain clubs oh, yeah. and restaurants. Beautiful stuff. I love tequila and mezcal. What's your favorite tequila? Uh, Fortaleza. It's beautiful.
1: Fortaleza is my probably. Which my, one? The Reposado. Uh, I go the, or the Reposado. It's I beautiful. like a little bit of. I like yes. a little bit of age. Yes. I'm not a big. Uh, I'm not big. I do like añejo tequila, yes. But I would, if I'm aged spirits, I'd rather drink whiskey. Uh, with tequila, I like blanco or reposado. Yes. In the case of Fortaleza, I'm a big fan. I also there's the uh, uh, the Casa Dragones joven. Have you ever had that. Yes. It's so good. I mean, there's a lot of really good there, tequila there really out is. there. We've had a few on on the shows, um, and we'll have to have next time, Phil. So what did we do last time? We, we lose track. We had. Did we do scotch? We did scotch last time. Great. We did gin this time. Yeah. I think first time we did. We did a bunch of stuff. Let's do tequila. Next time, Phil and Tom are on. It's tequila. Can someone but, just
2: please suggest anything like beer? We've not done but, a beer show.
1: We
3: can have beer, Emma. I, even though I don't have anything to do with the show.
2: Can we ask Phil a few st- uh, questions about season two? Of yes. Anything filled? you want. Well, I'm only three episodes in. Just because I I know now the drill. I know that the, the they don't. They're going to end, and then I won't have any more, so I'm taking my sweet time. But so far, where's been your favorite place to go in season two? Because you've had some pretty funny moments.
0: I love everywhere we go. I really mean that. But I do have a favorite place in the world so far, and it's Italy. (gasps) Italy wins for me.
2: So the first episode, you were in Venice. That's right. Which is just stunning. Was it your first time into Venice?
0: No, I've been a few times. Oh but I recommend it to everybody. And I also, if you've seen that episode, there's a little cautionary tale in there about how our love of Venice could crush it to death. And I'm trying to tell people, please don't come via 5,000-person cruise ship, okay? Because what happens is something that I'm calling hit-and-run tourism, which is the cruise ship comes, the wake of the boat itself destroys the foundation of the buildings in venice right so venice is sinking anyway this is speeding up the process right these giant cruise ships just coming past the buildings now five thousand people every morning that's just from one ship and i'm talking about five ships a day maybe more are docking there they all pour out into the piazza san marco they take a selfie they go on a gondola ride they take a selfie They buy a plastic Chinese-made tchotchke, and they go back to their boat and eat and sleep. So Venice doesn't get the benefits of your
2: dollars at the restaurant.
0: Don't get your dollars at the hotel. All you've done is wear the place down and make it crowded and leave.
2: And people forget that people live in Venice. They're well off, here's the thing families
0: but people are leaving the people who live there are leaving because of this because they can't make a living number one so and number the younger two
2: generation they... are getting yes.
0: out now i'm not saying not to go because you'll see in the show i go and i have a wonderful time you avoid the piazza san marco from nine to five but after five you see i'm walking around there it's mine. Yeah, I mean, there's we, three people in the place, and you're not it's arriving. Gorgeous. You're
1: not arriving. You're arriving on your 70 foot yacht.
0: Exactly. Yeah, I Six, mean, it, 60 is, foot. Don't it, be. It really but yeah. 60, I, yeah. actually, that parks outside, and then a helicopter in. Yes. Yeah, to Tom, the, you, by the way, you drive the yacht. Right? Uh, they don't, <laughs> Phil doesn't let me on the yacht, but
3: <laughs> Dan, I, all I can imagine is. These older people on yeah. a 5,000-passenger uh, uh, yes. cruise ship right. having to row in from a mile away because some guy named Phil decided that they were damaging <laughs> the city. So just a sea of rowboats trying not well, to Phil's damage Phil's writing it. a movie right it's now
1: starring Tom Cruise where he's a, he <laughs> By the blows way, up cruise ships to I, save I, Venice. I would never
0: say don't take a cruise. Take a cruise. I took I, one. I would say that. Take, a, say, take yeah. a take take a cruises. a boat that's smaller, like a 1,000 or less. You're not going to do nearly the damage that these giant ones do. I think they just have to be educated, Phil, because people just don't know this. Yes, you're trying to do that. But I'm not saying Venice isn't worth it. It is gorgeous. You see.
2: Yeah, I did. And I really have to applaud you because you did go on a. I don't know if you even wanted to do this, but Phil had to learn how to sail a gondola. How to uh, to
0: row a gondola. How to row,
2: which looked horrifying to me because not only yes. are you obviously standing up yes. with a very heavy yes. whatever stick thing. And
0: balancing. But
2: then the woman who yes. looks like she uh, she's a wonder woman yes. takes you right out to sea.
0: That's right. And I'm out and there with waves. the waves. Yes. <laughs> I thought I was going to die. <laughs> I did.
2: It was awful.
0: Thank God you made it. My back was killing me. I mean, you know, that scene is three, four minutes. I was out there for an hour. Oh. And I was dying. It was the hardest workout I've ever had in my life. And <laughs> I got a blister. Oh, he oh did. Yeah. He got well, it. yeah, that's the response yeah. I wanted. No, that's it's a really that's good actually season. the that's the sympathy I was looking for.
2: I think watching you try and make honey and sail a gondola <laughs> and and actually, I think you went salsa dancing. They were three of the funniest things.
0: Thank you. That uh, and the
2: guy. A, that and the time a guy served you buka, bu, baka, baku. It's the fish with the human teeth. Oh, paku. We don't have to talk about this, but it's just funny because you. He, he goes. He, he tells you what it is, and you're like, "It's a meaty fish." And he goes, "Everybody loves salmon." And you go, "I almost worked on that show." And it's completely <laughs> lost on <laughs> him, and it makes it so so funny. Thank you. Uh, why would? I, uh,
1: <laughs> why wouldn't that kill? There, that I don't a,
0: understand it. That might have been a better show. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know that uh, we can continue to have any more fun. You know why? You know what time it is, don't you? What time to end this fucking show? Oh, wow. hey. you don't have to. Why do you have to curse when Mike Friedman speaks? We, well, he's Philly
0: guy, always punctuates. But that's not nice to that language. Why do we have to stop after only three Just
3: hours? Just keep
1: going. Let's get. <laughs> there, there's guys carrying out. Uh, there's guys carrying out the tables right now. They're like,
3: Damn yeah. yeah. How much did we raise on the telethon? How here? much are did we, we raise? Uh, so, we? hey,
1: I want to <laughs> first off, I want to thank uh, uh, L.A. Food and Wine for having us out. Uh, uh, all the great chefs that we have here. Uh, of course, our friends from Hendricks Gin. Yes, giving us, yes. Giving us some Hendrix. cocktails, Woo! Getting, getting Phil gin. a nice little bottle. Where's buzz my on. bottle?
3: Phil is a little tanked up and looking yep, for a bigger bottle.
1: Yep, yep. yep. The great Tom Calvianno. Oh, everybody. Thank you, hey, Tom. Thank you. He was, uh, I think Tom was the best one. Tom, <laughs> he's always <laughs> the best. Uh, and of course, somebody feed Phil. There's a bunch of people waiting to feed Phil. Yes. Looking at him right now. The great Phil Rosenthal. Hello. Yay. <laughs>
3: By the way, Phil, you're you're getting recognized a lot here. The uh, people are yes, well, these are my people. These yeah. are the food people. These and they are foodie are your people. And uh, producer Rick sitting Rick. in today. Producer, was, Rick. you know what? I take it back, yep. Tom. Rick was Rick the best one. Rick was the one. best. Rick was the best Yay. one. And
1: as always, my 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 side person, my side person, per, side person. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say side piece, but then I'll m- take
2: side Producer you can't Bo see. would
1: get so mad if he heard that. Uh, <laughs> uh, side person.
2: What does a side She's, piece we're even mean? The hip.
1: Uh, Emma Patterson. Uh, yeah. I take it back. Emma's the best one. Emma is the best. Uh, and be sure to follow us at Drinky Fun Time. <laughs> I'm dancing. I'm dancing. He's dancing. When it goes ooh, ooh, don't you feel better? When,
2: when sings- love.
0: It's a good show.